Exciting to have uh, 124 portals that are open. We thank God for each and every one of you uh, that's on this call. And as we prepare to uh, share with you all tonight, I want to talk about this uh, scripture, Revelation 21, verse 5. The Bible says, Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, write, for these words are true and faithful. Write, for he says these words are true and faithful. I'll give you a peek into my life over the past um, several weeks. Uh, we've been doing some some uh, upgrades around our house. Interestingly, we had to get a new roof on our house because of storm damage and also have to get new gutters as well. Um, and just really watching the transformation of old structure, uh, old roof being taken off, new roof being put on, uh, as well as... Uh, potentially some new gutters, uh, makes the house look a whole lot better than it did prior to. I did not realize how out of sorts the house was. And I would dare say First Lady, with all the new stuff going on, is now coming up with some new projects <laughs> that she would love to see done around the house. So I will have, probably have to go get two more jobs to make that happen anyway. The reason that I bring this up is because whenever you're doing renovations around your house, it is kind of sort of like God's redemptive plan as far as our world is concerned. You see, God created a beautiful world for us to live in when, in the beginning, God spoke it into existence in Genesis chapter 1 and, of course, when he made humanity in Genesis chapter 2. However, According to the Bible, in Genesis chapter 3, Adam and Eve messed that up. And because of their disobedience, death, and decay eroded God's original design. However, what I read to you tonight is really God's renovation program to fix what was broken. And what we see in Revelation 25, 21 verse 5 should give us not only hope for today, but also hope for our future. So let's look at the, the location. And we must understand that this is coming from the very throne of God. Uh, there are a few times in the writings of Revelation where we see God speak directly 
and God is sitting on God's throne. This is the vision that John has. And this is a message to which God wants to draw our attention because we know whatever God says, God will bring it to pass. Next, we're told that God is in the process of restoring things to a completely new condition. Notice here that he says, I am making all things new, which means that while God's work of renewal has begun, it is still going on, and God ain't finished with it yet. It also suggests how we can experience, even in the here and now, that renovation. As a matter of fact, Paul reminds us in Second uh, Corinthians 4.16, uh, even though our outward being is perishing, yet the inward being is being renewed day by day. Then we're also told in Second Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Here's what blesses me about all of that. The God we serve will leave no detail out in the renewal process. Notice that God said he's going to make everything new. So that means you and I are going to be made new. New heaven, new earth, new bodies. Uh, everything is going to be perfect. Everything is going to be unblemished. That includes you, and that includes me. So as we ponder about the love of God, I just want you to, at times, just give God praise for God's redemptive, restoring work that God is doing, not only in creation, but also in our lives. As a matter of fact, God is the ultimate fixer-upper. And what God will have completed will be revealed one day in all its glory. And I don't know about anybody else, but I sure want to see what God has in store for us. So, as we go about this new year, just think about and ask God what are God's blueprints designed for your life and how will God renovate your life? Well, at this time, I'm going to unmute us so we can give our prayer concerns. Uh, we want to lift up Sister Lula McCullough, who is in the hospital. We want to lift up the family of Sister Ruth Lockett. Her funeral will be this Friday, quiet hour at 11, services at noon. We also want to lift up our brother, uh, Marcus uh, Harvey, and his wife, uh, Kenya. Uh, Marcus has lost his father. He lost his mother uh, several weeks ago in a horrific car accident. Now he's lost his father today. So we want to lift uh, them up uh, in prayer. We also want to lift up others who have been impacted by tornadoes in the deep south, as well as others uh, who are dealing with 
the mass shootings that have been taking place. And let me just share this. We've got to pray for this country. We've had close to 40 mass shootings, and it's only the 25th of January. 40 mass shootings here in America, and it's only the 25th of January. Our country needs prayer. Share your prayer concerns at this Sister Betty O, she travels to Virginia and Sister Mary Harrison, Sister Petroleum Pfeiffer, Reverend Drummond, Reverend Paul W. Drummond, and his wife, Lady Thomasina Drummond, Reverend Ridgeway. Yes, God. You can do it. You're the only one that can do it, God. Amen. 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 God, we come to you right now, and you've heard the various concerns from people having lost loved ones as far as death is concerned. Betty Oates with her son um, and his family and traveling grace for her to Marcus uh, in the loss of his father to the daughters of Sister Ruth Lockett. Uh, God, we know you are a an encourager of weary hearts. And so right now, Lord, for all who are experiencing this valley of the shadow of death, we pray, Lord, that you would shine the light of your love on them and with them so that they would know they're not enduring their pain by themselves. Lord, others have lifted up concerns and requests before you. Uh, dealing with everything from their own personal needs to the concerns for others. And, Lord, we know that you know how to separate and deal with each person individually and not mix up any requests because you are God. You are absolutely so perfect. You are God. You, your, your mind is, 
is is beyond our comprehension. Your ways are too high for us to understand. You are God. So, Lord, if you would, in your own sovereignty, move and bless those persons as only you can. God, I stand excited. Thanking you for each and every person that's on this prayer call tonight. And God, would you bless them in an extraordinary way for them taking time out to be with you as far as this conversation is concerned. Touch them as only you can, oh God. Touch each and every person associated with a open portal right now. Touch them as only you can, oh God. For those that are joining us uh, right now, God bless them. Hallelujah, in a very powerful way because we're taking this time to engage in prayer. We understand that any time that we have an opportunity to come together in collective and corporate prayer is a privilege. We don't take it for granted. God, as we prepare to get off this call for uh, this time of prayer, would you uh, give us good night's rest? Empower us, watch over us, encamp your angels around us. Give all of us the peace. Let us have that sense of joy. Take care of our needs, O oh God, as only you can provide for us. Bless us so that one day we can be a blessing to somebody else and we'll be able to say, look at what God has done. That's, that's ultimately what we want to do is be a blessing to others so that they can see our good works, and give you the glory that so richly do your name. Now, God, as we uh, break from this call, keep us. Uh, uh, watch over us as only you can. And, Lord, for the rest of this week, empower us to do what you would have for us to do on our jobs, at school, in our homes, at church, in the community, wherever our feet tread, empower us to do what you would have for us to do. And we'll bless your name for that. It's in the name of Jesus we pray, and in his name we claim it done. Amen. Thank you. 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 Thank you.